Yo, yo, what's good, people? What's popping? What's popping, everybody? PNP, Rashad, and Dave, what's good with y'all, man? It's, it's lit. Dave, what's good with you, man? What's up, everybody? Um, things are thing, everything's everything, man. Crazy weekend to say the least. Got to see my see both of my kids this weekend, so it was good. Summertime, chilling, chilling. Nice, yeah, man. We, you know, same old, same old here. Didn't do much. Actually, was chilling for real. Um, I hung out at a fan fest for a little bit, but my family was out of town. Uh, my daughter was in Orlando, and uh, my wife was in Orlando, uh, but they came back uh, yesterday, so it's back to normal now. But I uh, had a, a real cool, relaxed weekend. My daughter made the competition team once again, so she had to do her tryouts. So dance dad again next season. It's going to be lit, super fun. Uh, but, yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's a pretty pretty cool cool laid back weekend, bro. What's good? What's good, everybody? It's a lot of people in here, bro. A lot of people. Rob, what's good? Grandizer, Wade, Panthers rule, uh, humble flip, renegade. They picking, they picking on my light, lot, man. It's a lot of people. A lot of people in here. A lot of people in here, dog. Uh, who else? Jordan, Plymouth, Marcus, was good. Uh, Tony, what's good? Eight nine J stars, my man, Matthew. Uh, Michael, woo, it's a lot of y'all in here, bro. Sasha, Rob, my guy, always in here. Uh, ZZ, Triple Z's all up in here. Tyree, my guy. Cephas was good. A lot of y'all, man. Y'all lit. <clears throat> y'all lit already. Y'all lit already. Um, we, we supposed to have a special guest call. I think he's ha- working on some audio issues. It's cool. Take your time. Uh, we got the guys from Panthers on Tap coming to join us. Oh, well, Curtis is from Panthers on Tap is going to join us. I'm not sure about the other, other guy, but take your time. Fix your issues, your audio issues. We'll we'll get you in here whenever I see you pop in. So just take your time, bro. Um, but all right. So um, Dave, you want to go ahead and jump right into this, bro? Oh, yeah, you, man. You let's get into else? it. Yeah, we 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 got the the main time. I know what you want to talk about, and we got it up here. We got it up here. So don't fret, don't fret, don't fret. All right, let me uh share my screen real quick. <laughs> I'm afraid to what you think I want to talk about, but we'll see how this goes. Well, well, we got we got to take care of some some serious business first. We got to take care of serious stuff real quick. All right, so um, real quick, uh, 704, Charlotte Bound, his, uh, you know, I saw a post uh, from his sister. Um, I think they are having the funeral services this Friday uh, for 704, Bound, 704, Charlotte Bound. Uh, so, man, if y'all are in the area, uh, you know, it's the, the address is right there on the screen. Jot that joint down. There is a, um, a GoFundMe if you want to uh, check that out. Uh, please, you know, donate what you can. Every little bit matters. Uh, I think they're trying to get the uh, raise the funds for the the final expenses and whatnot. So uh, if you, if you uh, you know, you got a little bit of change, uh, feel free to go ahead and uh, contribute to that joint. Um, I will be. I'm I'm gonna head over there, man, because it's truth be told, uh, that's the the funeral right around the corner from my house. So I'm I'm gonna head over there, um, and uh, and pay my respects uh, to 704 Charlotte Bound. Uh, and support him and his family just like he supported this channel and all the yep. other Panther YouTubers. So I will be there on behalf of if nobody else show up, I'll be there on behalf of uh 
all Panther creators and whatnot, just just to show uh, our respects and whatnot. So just want to make yeah, sure. I think, that, I think there'll be a few folks there, I would think. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, you know, I, I, it is what it is. It's on a Friday. It's on a Friday at, at the viewing is uh, one o'clock. I think the funeral starts at two. Uh, so I'll be in that joint. Um, so, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a big funeral guy. I don't do them. But, you know, at the end of the day, that man supported us uh, and all Absolutely. Panther creators. So uh, I'm going to take one for the team. And, and you know, again, I, I don't I really, I really don't do funerals like that. But, you know, it is what it is. So 704 Charlotte Bound, bro, uh, you know. We 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 gonna see you on the way out, bro. And you know, I didn't know Dave. I didn't know he was a Omega. I did not know that either. I didn't know that either, bro. So I'm, I'm sure they're gonna do something for him. Uh, yeah, I think they have some they dedication are. stuff. So, uh, but yeah, man. So that was that was super dope, super dope. Um, so yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. All right. So RIP uh, seven four Charlotte Bound. We'll, we'll see you, bro. All right. So um, mo- moving on. Um, Dave Olympics Olympics. We got to talk about our Aggies, bro, because they, they showed up and showed out. They showed up and they showed out. Trevor Stewart, Randolph Ross, medal action, Dave. Let, let the people know. So Trevor, he was in the mixed relay, 4 by 400 He um, ran in the qualifying and the final round, and they got the bronze medal there. I believe Poland won that one. And – um both Trevor and Randolph Ross ran in the first round in the 4x400 relay. But with the Olympic rules, they can change up the entire team. So they they uh, they changed three of the, three of the runners uh, for the final, which included them. So they didn't run in the final. Neither one ran in the final. But they do get a gold medal because they ran in one of the rounds. Thanks. So congrats. Only one person ran in both rounds for the 4x400. So congrats to both of them. Um, it's a huge deal. There was a little bit of a controversy about how the Big South Conference covered it, but that was cleared up. So I think we're good to go there. What was the, what's the, what was the controversy behind that? So basically, you know, they were hyping up Randolph Ross in the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? And they weren't really mentioning Trevor Stewart. And part of the reason why they weren't mentioning Trevor Stewart is because he no longer has any more um, eligibility. So theoretically, he – is it, he never ran for the Big South, but Randolph Ross will be running for the Big South gotcha. this upcoming year. So well, they were hyping up. Red, yeah, it made perfect sense. But you know, people are out here saying, "See, this is what happens. You go to another conference." No, it's about not trying to have the other conference say something about it. But then they kind of cleared it up by saying, "Hey, by the way, two Aggies are in the Olympics. Two Aggies got a gold medal for the four by four hundred. But one is a Big South athlete, which is Randolph Ross. So they kind of cleared it up. But initially, they were just focusing on Randolph Ross. The people had a, felt a certain type of way. But there was reason for that because they didn't want to. They didn't want to um, make another conference angry. Is the best way to put it. But you know, but shout out to both of these gentlemen. They ran well. They represented the country proud. They brought yeah. home a goal, which is one of the only goals that the track and field team got. By the way, yeah, the women well, got the, the men. The men. The men, this was the only goal the men got. Yeah, the women, yeah, the women, the women came up. through. They, they the women came up, through the men, in other events. The Why? men were uh, didn't do so well. But shout out to the Aggies, bro. We, you already know, you already know he's gonna come up here and, and talk cash shit uh, for our Aggies. So uh, shout out to the Aggies, uh, and, and we in here, man. We in here. All right, so let's let's move on uh, real quick. Got to shout out 
news break. Go get that app. Uh, and shout out to uh, and follow us on all of our Twitters and Instagrams and TikToks at Panther Nation PC on all uh, social sites except for Facebook. Panther Nation Podcast on um, on Facebook. Be sure to go ahead and sub up just to share our goals. Again, I kind of like to manifest manifest what we're trying to do. So it's crazy. Uh, we had a, a good week last week. Uh, we are up to um, eleven thousand three hundred sub. Well, right under we like eleven thousand two hundred ninety eight. So if you're watching this, man, go ahead and sub us up so you can go ahead and uh, and get us over that hump. So 11,300, uh, give or take. We are on the road to 12,000. We're trying to get there by the start uh, of the season. So by week one, we're trying to get there. So we got a long way to go. Let's 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 uh, help us get there. Uh, news break, we got a little ways to go. But Twitter, Twitter, we straight killing it, bro. We got to the 1,000 goal. But, you know, I'm moving the goalposts, man. I got to move the goalposts. We got to get up to 2000 now. So um, let's go ahead and hit that follow button over there on Twitter, TikTok, or excuse me, Instagram, little ways to go. Got a nice little, a nice little uh, following there on TikTok, uh, on, excuse me, Instagram. Uh, but go ahead and hit that sub button and help your boys out on TikTok. We, we slowly moving. We slowly moving along. So go ahead and follow us up over on all the socials. All right. Go ahead and do that. Do that duty. All right. Patreon, man. You know, come through. Um, had a good time with about four of our Patreon members at the game. Uh, and then we handed out some more tickets uh, to he wasn't sitting with us, but another one of our Patreon members got the uh, got the remaining tickets that we had. So shout out to them, man. We had a blast. But shout, man, we they, we almost got 70 Patreon members, bro, which is crazy to me. That's crazy. It's it's, it's, it's ridiculous. But shout out to um, Sam, Solomon and C. They are the new free agents. Shout out to all of our Patreon members. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I know I owe you all some content. I have been a training camp the past couple of days. I am going tomorrow, uh, so I will be out there tomorrow. And shout out to Bradley's a new franchise member. We got some uh, Dave got some fantasy stuff coming too, so stay tuned. A lot of good stuff coming. I'll, up for our I'll go in and make the I'll go in and make the announcement now. I haven't set the time yet, but Saturday I'm going to go live. We're going to do a Zoom with all the patrons, and we're going to talk about my my rankings. My rankings are done for the quarterback, wide receiver, running back, and tight end positions. Those are the only four that are important anyway. So I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk through my rankings with my Patreon subscribers live, and then we're gonna. Then I'm gonna do Q and A and talk strategies live. Now, for the folks who won't be able to make it on Saturday, I do plan on recording it and posting it. But that's only gonna be for Patreon subscribers. So it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it on Saturday. Yep, yep. And last but not least, we got the MVPs. Y'all, y'all already know what time it is. I still gotta send out y'all stuff. Uh, all the winners. I know Sean. Hey, Sean forgot to bring the helmet. My bad. But I got it boxed up. I got to send that joint over. Uh, so I got a bunch of stuff to send. I'm slow when it comes to that. So my bad. I'll get it out this week. All right. So I got y'all. I got y'all. Hang tight. All right. So shout out to all of you, our Patreon members. We appreciate the support. All right. So let me let me hold on. We got We got to pause right here. I got to bring in a special guest, Dave. Uh, we got That's Bryson uh, for Panthers on tap. Uh, well, welcome, sir. Welcome. So I know it's Curtis having some issues. Um, so, you know, it, what's what's good with him? Is he all right? Yeah, man. I uh, think you guys are having us on. Uh, yeah, we're having a little bit of issues. Uh, we've never used uh, StreamYard before, so uh, yeah. I was trying to get on with a Mac, and I guess it doesn't work with the the Mac browser. So I had to download Google no, Chrome. That's true. You gotta that's you true. gotta use Chrome. Yeah, I, I'm a Mac guy too, bro. So I'm a pro. <laughs> I got I convert the Chrome for these shows. Hey, yeah. So so I had to do that, but uh, he's trying. I guess he uh, he DM'd you on Twitter. Uh, try to send the link to his Twitter and log on through Chrome on his laptop, but oh, he mean, might have to do I it through, through his phone. So yeah, let me, um, yeah, let me get him the link real quick. Uh, cause I didn't see that. 
There we go. All right. I was trying to try and pay attention. But no, no worries. No worries. So you guys, man, first of all, you guys had a crazy week, right? Uh last week with the yeah. <laughs> yo, yeah. it's crazy. Just to give y'all just to give y'all some backstory, uh, because uh we had we were watching um training camp with these guys. Uh what was it, last Tuesday, the yep. day that uh eBay knocked out um uh Keith Kirkwood. And so we we're, we're watching it together right there beside each other. <laughs> And we we couldn't figure out what the hell was going. We couldn't tell if it was a lower body injury, upper body. We could not tell. Uh, but it's crazy that you you got the great great footage, uh, and then you know you posted it on Twitter and it went nuts. Explain yeah. what happened. Explain what happened with that, bro. Yeah. So uh, when it first happened, I know me and you were talking, and uh, we thought it was uh, BZ for a minute. We thought it was yeah. Illustrated on the ground, and we were worried. Our hearts were beating out of our chest, and. Uh, and then I think somebody beside of us said it was Kirkwood, but yeah, I, I caught the video. It, it wasn't a great video. Uh, I caught it on um, my phone. Of course they were on the opposite side of the field. So it was far away. It was like a hundred yards and there was like a light pole in the way, but yeah, uh, but you could see a little bit of the hit. So I posted it and then you gave me a shout out on, on your live on YouTube. And then a couple of your people came to it. Yeah. And then like, it just took off, man. And like, it it went to I think even Adam Scheffner posted posted it on his Twitter. So everybody like, tagged me because they were like, <laughs> "Your voice is on your your voice is on the video." The Shefty retweeted, and so yo that video was nuts. I saw it all over the place. Yeah, dude, um, so that it was crazy. It was crazy. Man. I think it ended you know, up. Getting... You know the rule. You know the rule of video is right. What's that? It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. If you got it, you got it. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's the case in, in that video for sure. Because it ended up getting like eight hundred thousand views. So that is, and oh, I saw the numbers Jesus. when I saw it. It was like it was like a hundred k views. Yeah, um, which is it's crazy, man. That that's crazy. So so how has life been? I mean, have you guys like has your following increased? Like how how has that worked out for you guys? Yeah. So on Twitter, we gained about probably 250, 300 followers, and nice. just from that video alone. And um, last week we posted an episode and. Uh, it's our, I think at this point, it's our highest streamed episode so far. So, um, nice. yeah, so we're definitely gaining a little bit of followers and, you know, we're still kind of new to the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we've had about seven, 17 or 18 episodes. So okay. we haven't, we haven't been doing it super long and, you know, we, every week we try to get a guest and, uh, yeah. like last week we had Josh Graham, uh, who's a local radio host here in Winston-Salem. And then, um, tomorrow actually we record and we have Vincent from the right report on. Okay. Uh, he, yeah. He's coming on the managing editor. He's he's such a good interview. I don't know if you guys have ever had him on, but no, I highly recommend him. He is very knowledgeable about everything Panthers. So um, yeah, highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. So we, I mean, we like to share our platform. We've had a, you know, we've been doing this for about four or five years, and we like to share our platform with with up and coming folk. Uh, so you know, we we were sitting next to each other, just you know, going back and forth. I was like, man, we might as well have to bring you guys on. So. Super dope, man! You guys have a good product. I listened to a couple of episodes, uh, so you guys have, you guys are, uh, you know, doing doing some good stuff over there. So we only we only send invites to the people that are doing good work. So shout out, shout out to you. Shout out to you. you on mute, bro. By the way, yep, there you go. We appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah. I know I know Curtis is thankful too. I know he's not in here. I don't really know what's what's taking him so long, but uh, but yeah, we're we're super thankful for you to have us on, man, and just spread the word of uh, you know another good podcast up and coming. So. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so let's let's talk about uh, C.J. Henderson, right? Because we we're gonna talk about this, then we'll get into the Panthers. A couple things we gotta take care of before we get into the Panthers stuff. Okay. But C.J. Henderson, right? This this cat, you know, drafted by the Jaguars last year, cornerback, and uh, apparently they made him available 
uh, on the market. And, you know, there's, you know, as soon as somebody becomes available, Panther Nation goes nuts. We got to get him. We got to We got to find a way to get this guy, make it happen. Any means necessary. So, Dave, I'll start with you. Do you have any thoughts on potentially scooping up a dude like C.J. Henderson? Would they take Shaq Thompson? <laughs> they probably would take – they may take him, but they may not take his contract. Well, they got to take both as a package deal type of thing. That is that is true. That is true. Would they take – would they take – would they take Dante Jackson and maybe like a low-round pick? That's interesting. That is interesting. I don't know. I don't I know what they're trying to get for him. I don't know what they're trying to get for him. All I'm going to say is this. Oh, go ahead, the guy can't like – I. I want to know why the sudden I want to trade this guy. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask. Why Why are they shopping him in the first place? I mean, he's a first-round pick his second year in, in the league. I have no idea. Bro, I have no clue. If, the dude, if the dude is just – if the dude is just Dante, like even if he's like Dante Light is worth the trade alone just to not have to worry about trying to pay Dante. Because yeah, at least you'll have three more years with them to develop. Two or three more years to develop with them. You got two or three more years plus a fifth-year option, bro. So oh, so you're the first-round pick. So, yeah, now you got – yeah, yeah, nah, no. nah. We need to go ahead and – we need to go ahead and, yo, yo, take Dante in a bag of chips or like a low-round, <laughs> low-draft pick and just call this shit a day and keep it moving. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I don't – again, I don't know what they're – he's a first-round pick, so they're not going to just like – they're not just gonna give him away, bro. But I mean, I'm I'm just curious. I'm with you guys. Like, why? First of all, why are they trying to get rid of him? And then, second of all, uh, you know, what's what's the deal? Like, well, how much are you gonna take for him? Like, it's it's crazy. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I remember last year when the uh, during the draft, the Panthers were very interested in him. So uh, yep. I, I remember the talk was that the the Panthers might draft him at what was it eighth last year, uh, eighth or ninth, or whatever spot we were at. And um, it was like a, a super realistic possibility for them to take him. So there's obviously some interest there, but but like you guys are saying, it, it would depend on what the asking price is. They won't they won't give up a first for him. I can tell you that right now. They can't give up a second because we don't have a second to give. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. would you, would you do it for Dante Jackson in a third? I mean, but yeah, Dante. You got to think about Dante. He's on a contract year too, so like you got to pay Dante after you take him. So that, but the thing is, I think to do that. I think Erwin Meyer would be intrigued by it. I mean, I you know, if he thinks that Dante, he could turn Dante into an animal, the problem is then you're going to have to figure out how you're going to handle You're going to have to pay him immediately. So, yeah. And, and talk about going from a young secondary to an even younger secondary. Exactly. <laughs> but a young, talented secondary. Yeah, that's true. He's super talented, bro. That's true. Uh, you would have two, you know, first round cornerbacks, high top 10 picks. Uh, so that would be but, insane. But it goes back to I want to know what the hell happened. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, but, yeah, it's, it's got to be some strings. Like something's got to be up, bro. Like you don't just – I know you got a new coaching staff. You got – you coming in, you Urban Meyer, you new you – know, everything's new. But you can't just give up on a, a first-round pick like that, bro. Like that's that's weird to me. I, I don't get that. I don't get that. So – And I mean, it sounds like know. he had a pretty good year with Jacksonville last year too. Yeah, he was solid. He was solid, but still, bro. Like, I don't. That's that's a bit much for me. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Uh, but all right, I, I just want to get it. Some, get y'all thoughts on that. I thought it was a, a pretty interesting topic. Uh, I know, you know. Again, Panther Nation goes nuts. Any any time a player becomes available, uh, people like to go crazy. Well, because we're in every deal now with with Fitter. We're in every that's deal. True. That's true. Got to be in on. We're every in every deal. deal. That's, what he, that's what he said. That's what he said. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on. All right, Dave. We just had, we just had the Hall of Fame class go in. 
2021 class go in, but now 22 is upon us. 2022 is upon us. Okay. Steve Smith is eligible. Okay. Curtis was good, bro. You got it. You got it now. You, you straight. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? <laughs> yep. You sound yep. good, bro. Awesome. You sound good. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to uh, Curtis from uh, Panthers on tap. We, you know, I hope we, we introduced you guys a little bit uh, early and I told you we were, we were uh, sitting uh, watching training camp with you guys last week when you guys got the got the footage and it went nuts. Um, so, uh, but yeah, welcome, welcome to the show, man. Welcome. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. Talk, awesome. Chop awesome. it up some football. Nice. All right. So let's let's talk. Let's talk. Steve Smith in 2022, potential uh, Hall of Famer, bro. What, Dave? What's what's your gut feeling, bro? You think he can get in there? You can't. Do here's, you here's, think Steve Smith here's the can dilemma. Get in the Hall of Fame, bro. Here, no, no. I think he can get in the Hall. Now, whether or not he's going to get in next year is where the problem lies. I think Steve Smith is a Hall of Famer. I think the bar for a first ballot Hall of Famer for a wide receiver is tough. To put it in perspective, Randy Moss wasn't the first ballot Hall of Famer. Terrell Owens wasn't the first ballot Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think Marvin Harrison was the first ballot Hall of Famer. We know why thug life. So my point is, <laughs> stupid. my point is, is that first ball and hall of famers for wide receivers doesn't happen that often. And there's some great ones that have to wait. But the problem that, that the problem that lies right now with Steve Smith is that he's going to have like a precious pocket for him to get in because if he, if it's too long yeah, and there's more of these cats that starts being out in these streets, it's going to be difficult for him to get in because of the inflated, numbers from the past happy league and i think like if you look at steve smith's numbers i could argue first ballot i could legitimately argue first ballot there's no wide receiver in a run first offense that is more proficient than him he got the triple crown in a run first offense he led the league in receiving yards touchdowns and catches in a run first offense when the, the offense knows that's the only weapon they have. When the defense knows that's the only weapon they have. So, I mean, him being on NFL Network staff is going to help him. There's no doubt about that. I think that's going to help him. But first ballot is a little bit too too rough, man, because I know how hard right, it is. Like, so, Megatron was first ballot. So, so pause right there, Dave, because you talk about wide receivers, and it, it's hard for those guys to get in there. But let's talk about who's eligible next year, because that, that matters, right? So you got Andre Johnson. As a, as a wide receiver is available or eligible, uh, you got Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne, and Quan Bowling. You don't think Steve Smith can eclipse those guys? Reggie Wayne, so. but this, this is not I Reggie's first. Got, is this Reggie's first better. year? This ain't Reggie's no. first year, is it? No, it's not Reggie's no. first year. So Reggie's waiting. But so Steve Smith has better stats than everybody I just named. I'm not doubting everybody. that. Andre Johnson included. Everybody. I'm not doubting that. Dude, I I think he should be first ballot. I do. The Panthers and me think he should be. But I think the reality is if we're talking about if we're talking about who's ever been first ballot, we're talking Jerry Rice, Megatron. Can you name any other ones? Maybe some of the older heads, like Steve Largent, maybe. Like th- those are the those are the type of folks. Like he's the most proficient, he's the most proficient under six foot wide receiver we've ever seen. Period. By far. Because typically, wide receivers his size isn't a number one. 
and he was a number one. You know what I'm saying? So when you take that first ballot would be tough guys. If he gets it, I'll be thrilled, but I just so don't I, see it based on the history. So, so Bryce and Curtis, what do, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about Steve Smith potentially getting the hall of fame next year? Yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with David. I, I think it's difficult for sure. Uh, but I think if anybody uh, can do it in that class, it's Steve Smith. I mean, I, just the Panthers fan in me, I'm so biased for Steve Smith. It's ridiculous. Clear, but, clearly. <laughs> but I, I mean, Steve Smith is my second favorite Panther of all time. So, Ooh, who's the um, first? Got to know. Got to know who's the first. Cam Newton. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair I'm, enough. I'm a huge Cam Newton fan. So, and, and still am to this day. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I love Steve Smith. It's hard to argue against his stat, his career stats of almost fifteen thousand yards and eighty-one touchdowns. I mean, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Steve Smith. The other dilemma you have too, and I and 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 people are saying it in the chat. I think the small market is going to be a factor in this, man. BS because yeah, that that's true. No BS. And, this dude, this dude is. I think I tell you what negates that, right? That him being media right now negates all of that because who votes? Who votes for the uh, NFL or for the Hall of Fame? You know what? It's the media. Yeah, you're right. No, no, no. Those media media connections negate all that stuff, bro. If if anything helps Steve Smith, and I think it was strategic play by him, right? Let me become a media guy. It's going to help me get in the Hall of Fame. I'm going to do it. And I think even just think, put it like this. uh, Darren Nett or Gat, however you say his name from the Panthers, he gets a vote. In um into the Hall of Fame, right? He gets that vote for the for the oh, Darren Gant, market. Darren Gant. Yeah, Gant, excuse me. He gets all, yeah. he gets that vote, right? So just to put it in perspective, there's other guys that he's worked with on NFL Network that get votes, bro. I think that's gonna go a long way, personally. I think it's gonna no, I all didn't that. I'm not doubting it's to, gonna to, help. To, to Trump, I'm let saying me jump first in your to Trump to Trump all that, Randy Moss and make it in the first ballot. Steve Smith ain't make it in first ballot. It's that simple. I, 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 I'm, I'm, and, 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 and Randy Moss, you know who Randy Moss works for? Who do he work for, guys? Who did Randy Moss work for? He worked for ESPN. They had voters. Fair enough. He worked for, he, he worked for other media outlets. I think he worked for Fox. Hey, I, too. I'm, I'm the biggest fan of Steve Smith as much as you guys are. I mean, I, he deserves it, but I just, if Randy Moss ain't getting in first ballot, it's Steve Smith ain't making it. And, the, no and the other, the other problem you're going to have, and this is the thing that killed Randy Moss too, the media attention, like the 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 negative stuff starts to pop up when it's voting time, bro. And that that kind of delayed Moss's um, votes because of the negative, because of the media history. And and I love Steve Smith, but let's just say he ain't exactly 16-0 in this media game as a player. That's a fact. My man, my man pushed out a couple teammates, sir. That is a fact. And they're gonna bring it back up. I mean, if they brought back up the well, murder charge for dude, I, for, I, Mar- he got bodies though, bro. Come on, man. Huh? Marvin right, got bodies, so, B. Mar- Marvin waited too. It wasn't first ballot. Yeah, but he still got in Marvin, off of bodies. Marvin was the Marvin was the most prolific wide receiver that, that Peyton Manning ever had. And but because that man had bodies in Philadelphia, he had to wait. And he wasn't a big media guy at the time either. He didn't talk to the media like that when he was a player. They penalize folks like that, bro. I'm telling you. They penalize folks like that. If you got yeah, like no. a bad perception, they're going to penalize them. Now, like you got these other three guys, man, out of these four that's up here, the one that's probably going to go first dollar is probably DeMarcus Ware out of the four. If you I ask do, me to pick one of these that. four, 
it'll be where. I agree with that. There's some other guys I, that they don't have pictured though. No, and I know there's others, but if you're gonna give me these four, if you can name a couple more, but like where where was the um where's the no-brainer right here? Fair enough. Um Andre Johnson, like I like I think it will be a travesty if, if Andre Johnson gets in before Steve Smith. I personally think it'll be a travesty. Yeah, I, I agree there too. I agree with that too. I don't I don't think that should happen, but all right, I just want to pose that question. I, I agree with the Randy Moss uh, scenario I, with him getting in or going, not going first ballot. Well, I agree. I could, but who, I mean, I, I could. Would, I would ask though, who did he have to wait for to go in? Right? Who 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 did who did Randy Moss have to wait uh, for to go in first? Because that matters, nobody, right? nobody. Well, from a wide receiver no. standpoint, nobody, so, nobody. So, so there was who was who was he up against? Hold on, because so, that matters, right? The guys that Steve Smith are up against, I, I just don't – I don't see anybody Hans Ward, Hans Ward isn't in yet, bro. Again. He, no, he no, but rings? I'm just – I'm just letting you know. He got rings, though, but is he is he better than Smitty? I don't think he is. That's what I'm saying. But when you look at the statistics, he might be closer than you think. I, he's, I don't think so. But I got to check. I don't know, but anyway, I, 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 I didn't want to. I didn't want to draw this out, but I think it's a good no. But discussion. I got to look, man. We bring Go we talking about all. We got to have a discussion. Okay, you really think? Do you think they're going to actually put Tony Romo in as a first ballot? No, I'm very afraid that they're going to, bro. No, they better so. not. They better not. So. The dude has more passing yards than Troy Aikman. Just oh, saying. so they're saying they're saying Randy Moss was first ballot. No, he Is wasn't. That true. Wait a minute. Hold on. I thought they made him wait. I don't know. I'm about to find out. I don't know. I'm not going to sit up here and lie like I know. I have no. No, uh, I'm, I'm checking right now. Yep, they're saying multiple people are uh, confirming it in the chat. Okay, he probably maybe he was. Yeah, he said. It oh, says. He did. Uh, yeah, he did. Calvin Johnson joins Raymond Barry, Steve Largent, Randy Moss, Paul Warfield, Lance Allworth, and Jerry Rice's first ballot Hall of Famer. Smith will be added to that list. I, I, you think so? I think so. Stamp it. Stamp it. Again, I ask, all right. who are you going to put in front of him, bro? Well, that means T.O. Well, definitely didn't get it. What's we know what what T.O. He's he yo he burned a shit ton of bridges, bro. Like we know <laughs> we know that, bro. Like that's that's a different case. Again, I ask of it all the the wide receivers. You're gonna put a wide receiver. They're not gonna not put a wide receiver in, right? Of all wide put... receivers available, who are they gonna put in ahead of Steve? All right, let me see here. Hold on. No, I'm, I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question, bro. Nah, I wanna I wanna put some. I need to give me a second. Look something up. I'm curious about something. I'm curious about the wide receivers that are eligible that aren't in yet. I just told you the ones that are that matter. Andre Johnson, Antoine Golden. Uh, let's see. Um, who else? Tory Holt, Reggie Wayne. Those are the guys that matter, bro. I'm looking now. Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah, he's he's eighth. He's eighth all time. So I ask again. Who are they gonna put in in front of him, bro? It's like the perfect scenario for this dude to just go in, bro. Yeah, and he I'm should go first about based on I'm the numbers. Based on the stats, based on he the should, numbers, he should go first ballot, there, bro. He he should I, get I mean, there. I could, I could see Reggie Wayne get ahead of him this upcoming. That'll be year. yo. And, I, and the thing is, the thing is, if you put Reggie Wayne in there ahead of him, it's because Reggie Wayne waited. It ain't because of the numbers. 
Well, he might have to wait another year. Yeah, yeah. Reggie Wayne's gonna have to ice up. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> He's gonna have to wait, bro. He's gonna have to wait. Uh, I'm telling you, like, yeah. I mean, all right. Okay, I'm, okay, Dave. Let's let's move on. We got a lot to talk about. I ain't want I ain't want to draw this out too long. We got to move on. But yeah, now I'm looking. The, I, I'm looking at I, I'm looking at these numbers because I kind of I'm looking through these numbers. Like I'm looking, trying to find out where Steve Smith is on the touchdown ratio versus Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Uh, nah. Yeah, you, you, you gotta, you gotta put him in there. You got Yeah. All right. I'm backpedaling a bit. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. I think he might, he might have a shot here. Just saying. All right, let's let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. Let's move on, Dave. We got yeah. move on. All right, Dave. You want to uh, give us that that manscape love? Pause. All right, all right, guys. Man, we talked about fantasy football. So fantasy football draft season is upon us, man. And it's time for you to put your PP back in PPR league Yo. with the sponsors right. of today's show, Manscape, the leader in below the waist grooming. Just launched the new performance package 4.0. Don't neglect your balls like the Packers front office has been neglecting Aaron Rodgers. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code PNP. This will help you tame that Troy Polamalu in your pants. Listen, man, I don't want to get into one of these funny stories about when I had a Nick Nick down there, so I'm just going to keep it real and say, look, man, you got to roll with the Performance Package 4.0 to help you out with that. If you groom below the waist, the Performance Package 4.0 is an essential purchase. And good news for our international listeners. Their life-changing products are now available in Canada, the UK across Europe, Australia, South Africa, and Singapore. Inside their Performance Package 4.0, you will find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a Travel Bag. First scheduled for liftoff, the new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. This spaceship is here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, balls, and even your A gap. This fourth generation yeah. trimmer also features right, a man. cutting edge ceramic. Look, man, it features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to the advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch, can engage a travel lock, and is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight, which allows you to be as accurate as that clip of Brady playing catch with the football throwing machine. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker. It's like having Derrick Henry run through those tough nose and ear hairs. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those sensitive holes. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver to help your little bench warmers be on their A-game while feeling the sun's heat. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off and free shipping using the code PNP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping using the code PNP at manscaped.com. If your significant other is nagging you about how much time you put into your fancy team, you might as well gift them with some beautiful balls with Manscaped. And always remember, 
your balls will thank you. Yo, facts. Facts. Shout out to Manscaped, man. Go on over there and uh, get you I know y'all. Manscaped, I know bro. y'all. Like, I know y'all laughing. It's fine. Yo, hilarious, man. Love those Manscaped reads, bro. Awesome. Awesome. That was awesome. the first ballot Hall of Fame promo right there. Facts. I appreciate facts. it, man. Facts. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on. All right. So we got to talk about these injuries, man. It's a lot going on at training camp. We were pre- we were pretty clean the first couple weeks or first week or so, but now it's 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 getting kind of ugly. Um, so Whoa. AJ Bouye, we start with AJ Bouye, man. AJ Bouye is gonna look like he's gonna be out for a little bit, couple weeks, uh, due to some hamstring or some lower body in somewhere somewhere down below. Uh, this Calling dude, these manscape, bro. He might need some manscape help, but somewhere down below, he it pulled something. Okay, and so he need he needs some help. Uh, and I'm not sure how long he's gonna be out, but it, hopefully he'll be back. Um, you know, at some point before the preseason, at least get some reps in before he serves his two-game suspension. Uh, so hopefully that's the case. Shaq, uh, Chet Thompson did come back. Uh, we, I think he shed his red jersey, so that's dope. Uh, Matt Paradis, he left, uh, I think, yesterday's practice with back tightness, was excused from, his, uh, from practice today, so that really didn't matter too much. Austin Larkin has a groin injury. He might need some manscaped love for sure. Uh, well, and- well. <laughs> Well, besides the fact that he might need some manscape love, did he make it back to the roster on IR? Yeah, yes, he did. Him? He did. He made it back. He he got waived and uh and he made it back through. So he is now on IR. So he's the first player we put on IR. Uh Denzel Perryman, this dude ain't looking so hot. Apparently, coach said that uh it ain't looking too good for him. Uh he's not recovering as, as fast as they like. Couple other guys ended up in red jerseys, Darius Clark, Kenny Robinson, Miles Hartsfield, Clay Thompson, excuse me, Clay Johnson. Uh, and Cam Irving all uh, had some sort of tweaks or injuries. So this this sucks, man. We were like I said, we were doing pretty good here with the injuries. So our so our, so our starting left tackle was injured. Yeah, yeah, he's got a shoulder injury. Um, I don't know how serious it is, um, but yeah, not it's not not pretty, not pretty. So any any thoughts on these injuries uh, before we you know before we move on? It's a, it's a lot a lot of injuries here, bro. A lot of injuries. Man, I'm 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 worried about that linebacker group. I'll tell you that. Jeez. Yeah, Shaq yeah. Thompson, Denzel Perryman. Uh, I mean, we're gonna have to be relying on uh, Jermaine Carter and Christian Miller and uh, Frankie Louvu week one. It seems like so. Yeah, um, all, a lot of those guys. Patty, Patty, right. Patty, gonna make the team after all, huh? Yeah, Patty might get. He, he might, might make. Patty it might people. make this team with these injuries, bro. Yeah. Yes. I, they really like good. they like Clay Johnson too a lot. I think he was getting first team reps. Yeah, but he got hurt. He he got hurt too. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, he's got a boot. Yeah. yeah, he got a boot on. Oh man. So yeah, like you said, that linebacker group is is tough, bro. Yeah, it's not looking good. Not looking good, man. Clay, but we did like I said, this is a jeopardy, man. We we did get Shaq back though. So that's that's a positive. Uh if I guess if you like Shaq. Um, but outside of that, man, we we look pretty stuck here. This is not that linebacker core is already pretty thin. Uh from a talent perspective, and now it's just uh even thinner. So I'm I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a little concerned here. Hopefully, again, hopefully they're all minor. Uh, the only the major injury is uh, Austin Larkin. So, uh, outside of that, everybody appear to be short term injuries. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Any more thoughts on uh, these linebackers or or any injuries? <laughs> yeah, uh, the Matt Paradise. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Oh, Cam no, Irving, man. That's I'm tired of this team. We talked about this on our. Our podcast. I'm tired of this team, this patchwork crap at left tackle, and then they try to bring in someone to revitalize his career. I mean, he was in, he was on IR twice with the Cowboys last year, 
And it's, I mean, we're not even in the preseason game one yet here and Cam Irving's already out. And now it's an upper, upper body injury. I think he was, I think he had an MCL sprain or tear with the Cowboys. So this, this offensive line, you're going to need, you're going to need solid blockers out front for Sam Darnold. And, and having all these guys out and Cam Irving who's supposed to be starting on the blind side of for Darnold, it's, just, it's not good, man. It's it's scary as hell. Yeah, well, I agree. And uh, we are huge proponents of uh, of the of fixing the offensive line. So you speak in our language. Uh, I feel like we haven't done a good job in a while uh, with the I, offensive line. So it's it's I, uh, it sucks. I thought it was a, it was kind of crazy that right after we released, I know we're going to talk about it later. Right after we released David Moore, the the offensive guard who also can play center. Paradise got hurt. Now, granted, it was minor, but that still was bothersome because I'm like, yo, you just were, like you out here knowing that your offensive line is gonna be like super flexible, super fluid until you figure out what the five is gonna be. You can't be affording to be releasing freaking offensive linemen so early. We're not yeah. even. Like, that yeah, timing we- was so crazy, man. Why now? Like, I, I don't understand that release and. Uh, he was such like a, a fan favorite coming in as a, the undrafted free agent, and uh, people were excited to to see what he can do. And I don't know, just the timing kind of – it just seems weird to me. The thing that bothered me more than anything else is that I don't – and I wonder if they legitimately thought that this man had a chance to clear it. Because you wouldn't do that unless you thought that he had a chance to clear. I know why they did it, because they probably figured that Larkin is probably going to go on IR. So they wanted to get two more because the, the two people that they picked up were both edge rushers, if I remember correctly, defensive ends. So mm-hmm. I think that was about they safety. They picked up a safety too. Oh, they did? Multiple, okay. I thought, they've got so many safeties, bro, that they picked up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I think maybe they, know more, maybe they know more than we do though, on the Paradis injury. I'm sure it's nothing more than a little tightness. They're giving him a day off and he'll be right back tomorrow. It could It, it could be one of those things too. Yeah. So again, yo, we we were huge, huge, huge fans of uh of David Moore uh, going to an HBCU. We were, I mean, he went to Grambling State, so we were really, really cheering for this cat. And you know, I, I always put it in perspective as an undrafted free agent, like we we knew it was going to be uphill battle for him to make the roster. You know, what I'm saying like it was going to be uphill battle for him. Like, and I, I tried to, uh, I tried to reflect that in the videos I was making, even though I was a huge fan of him. Uh, but it is super. Super, super surprising to me that you let this cat walk. Like it's so early, man. Like, why not? You gotta at least see this man in a game. Like, you can't cut this man this early. As highly touted as he was as an un- as an undrafted free agent, like yeah. you knew he was gonna get scooped up, bro. You knew it. You had to have known he's gonna get scooped up by somebody. And that's exactly what happened. The Jets ended up scooping him up to add to their already improved offensive line this offseason. Yeah, man. I, I at least at least give him time in, in a preseason game. I mean, come on, just that was my beef. Yeah, like you could it could have waited. It could have waited at least you see him play one game. Because if you already making a decision to do it, then you know you probably think that you, he's probably not going to be able to clear the waivers anyway. So I think they could let that man play a game. Just to play devil's advocate. How many times did you hear about talk about this guy over these last couple? Not of at all. Hardly at all. He's been it's been quiet in the streets. In the yeah, in the, but in at the same streets. time, like yeah, but I mean, come on, it's it's he's an undrafted free agent first of all, and it's you're talking about what eleven days in the training camp, bro. Like you gotta see this cat. 
And yeah. again, you, he's he got scooped up like immediately for a reason. He was your he was your 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 main target in undrafted free agency for a reason. Like I, again, I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying that he all well, I'm saying that he deserved he deserved an opportunity at least in a game to 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 prove himself. Right? I, like the other, I, don't, I don't understand. The other thing too, it isn't. It isn't like he got scooped up by a team that was in, near the bottom of the waiver. Yeah, line. they he, were number one. The Jets, bro. the Jets was either two, one or two, one or two, something like that. So like they, so they they used their waiver order to get this guy. So I mean, it's likely he's probably going to make the team for New York. They wouldn't have used their waiver order like that if he didn't have shot to make the team. So and and you you thought so highly of him that you gave him a multiple year deal as an undrafted free agent. He mm-hmm. was signed through like twenty twenty three. And he so was you, a and it was guaranteed money enough. to that deal too. You thought highly enough of him to give him that deal, so that may, it makes no sense. And again, I'm not saying that there isn't something out there we don't know. Maybe there's some issues that they couldn't work out. I don't know. But from a play perspective, I've seen this man play at Grambling. Like this dude, again, raw talent, but he's good. He's a good player. You can shape this man into something. I feel like he deserved at least one or at least a full preseason to 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 get it figured out. That's just my opinion, bro. Isn't uh, Trent Scott from Grambling as well? Yes, he yep. is. He, yeah. Trent Scott yeah. is the reason why David Moore that's chose the to come he, here. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that biggest, makes it even more interesting. Like, you, you got somebody on the team that's, you know, uh, sticking up for him and say, like, hey, we should give this guy a chance, and then you cut him? Like, I don't I don't get it, man. I, there's definitely some questions then, there. But then there's more questions I have. They get, there's an additional layer, right? So they give this kid a shot. You bring in Cam Irvin to come compete for the Trent Scott's job because Trent Scott was 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 the beeline to be the starting left tackle next year. So you bring in Cam Irvin to compete against Trent Scott, and you out here already letting this boy go because he played he played with he played with David Moore while he was at Grambling. So it's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? But then it goes back to my whole discussion about when, when I bring up about the fact that where Federer came from, they didn't exactly been known to to protect. The quarterback there over in Seattle. Yeah. And I know we're trying to give him a pass and say, oh, well, he wasn't the GM. Well, dog, we out here not trying to protect the quarterback. <laughs> so it's it's does not compute. Yeah, I, I don't I don't get it. And again, as fluid as our offensive line is, as many questions that we as we have around our offensive line, it just doesn't make any sense uh for you to release any offensive lineman at this point. Like you need to get explore all options at this point. Yeah. And and Matt Rules Matt Rules always preaching competition breeds the breeds the best out of out of his players. And then he cuts a guy <laughs> you know, I could I probably go in all day. But yeah, he cuts a guy that's that's coming in like we've been talking about highly touted undrafted free agent. And I'm I'm sure he was bringing competition to the offensive line room. I mean I don't, I, I don't get not, it. Not only that, he's versatile too, because he preaches versatility too. Matt Rule does. He can play center. Yep. He can play yep. center. He can play guard. So like, it doesn't make any. It makes no sense. But again, I'm hoping there's something uh, under the covers that we I'll don't know. A, look, man, um, I want to listen, man. If all right, I'm going to ask y'all a question, and this is a legitimate scenario. Well, this could be legitimate. Uh, this this dude, it, it doesn't. No, like hear me out. No, hear me, bro, bro. Hear me out. If if the media, because you know we ain't got credentials, if the media asks the proper questions about David Moore, if you hear anybody say, "Oh, we thought he would clear waivers," what would you think? 
I would think we have a really, really incompetent front office, and that's what that's what I would think. Okay. Just just remember this, because believe you me, I think somebody's going to ask him. Sheena, Joe, somebody's going to ask him. And when I, they I do, I didn't hear him ask that today. I'm you, you would have thought they would have. Somebody has. That's, somebody's that's why gonna we, ask. See, that's why we need credentials, Dave. I don't want them, but that's why somebody with some sense needs credentials to ask the. Well, those no, kind I mean of they can still ask them. We got time. I mean, it's just my thing is like, you if you don't like if somebody asks him that question, and you know, and they come back and say, "Oh, we thought he would clear waivers. Good luck to him in the Jets." I'm gonna be like, "Yo." It wasn't like the it wasn't like the team that was like it wasn't like the Chiefs did it or the Bucks did it. You know what I'm saying? The, the team with the second highest waiver priority got him. Yeah, and that's I, what bothers me. I would be asking myself if Marty, Marty Herney was back in front office if, oh, if that was the answer. Yeah. True, true oh. that, true that, true that. So um, yeah, it's 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 interesting, bro. It's interesting. It doesn't make any deal, sense, bro. Not not only that, not only that, I'll take it a step further, Dave. There's there's another guy that's playing some really good football over uh with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. He's actually been named a starter, and his name is Trey yeah. Smith. Um, yeah. who we chose to take a long snapper over. Um, and we were really, really big fans of Trey Smith. If you watch our live draft party, we thought that Trey Smith was gonna be our pick in the sixth round. It did not happen. I think he ended up getting like the pick. He get got picked pick right after us. us. Yeah. So like I, I don't know, man. Uh, but it, it's so many questions around this offensive line. It just doesn't make sense. You would release one of the, the I, I would think, the bright young stars. Uh, not necessarily stars, but one of the bright young players. Um, but here's my thing, man. Maybe, maybe they think, maybe they think their line is fine. We'll and, if they, and if they think their line is fine, and Donald's out here, out here dancing, scrambling, all in the pocket and start throwing these picks. I don't want to hear it's the line's fault because they obviously think the line's fine. That was all we'll see. All right, let's get through the rest of these releases. Uh, Austin Larkin, again, he did get released, uh, cleared waivers, and came back. He is on IR for the Panthers here, so he's not going anywhere. Mason Stock ended up getting released earlier this week. And JT eBay, uh, the film that went viral, obviously he uh, – he is no longer with the team. Was dismissed shortly after that hit uh, that went viral uh, by yours truly on Panthers on, from Panthers on Tap right here. Uh, their their video went super viral uh, and uh, crazy that, this, that they let this guy. Any, any thoughts around that though? Any thoughts around the release? I know what happened last week, but any any thoughts around the release of, of JT? Like, was it valid? No. It's about seven. It valid. It was valid. Yeah, yeah we. Well, I think. We shared the same sentiment about it. Matt Rule is trying to set the tone and, you know, make an example out of this guy, and he did just that. I, I, I mean, this guy was on the cusp of not even making the roster, so I don't see a problem with it. You're gonna get, you're gonna get the people who are traditional. Oh, that was a good hit, you know, the the old defensive guys that love the big hits. But you, you look at it, if that was DJ Morgan Rocker. Uh, Robbie Anderson, you wouldn't be saying that. So it it had to be done. I agree. I agree with that. Dave, what was you gonna say? It had to be done, but like I like like Curtis said, it was about setting the tone, bro. Like it was about like Matt Rule. Matt Rule has been passing these messages to his team 
about playing safe, get off the ground, all that other stuff. He, I think he was ready to set an example to somebody. And I think this was his chance to do that. I think it was warranted, but I think it was about the team dynamic too. Yeah, I, I think the point of cutting him served more of a purpose to the team than uh, JT Ivey was ever going to mm-hmm. serve for, for the Carolina Panthers. So um, He wasn't going to make the team anyway. Yeah, I mean, was he even going to make the practice squad? I don't know. So No. 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 Yeah. Yep. I, I don't. I don't think so either. But I mean, other, other. Oh, go ahead. Nah, nah. I mean, David. They, they obviously didn't think David Moore was gonna make the practice squad either. So. Yeah. I don't know. All right. So other releases. Those guys. Vintel Bryant. Oscar. I'm not gonna try it. And Mark and Michelle. Whatever, Dave. Dave, you need to be the last person trying to pronunciate any names <laughs> on this. Group. We all. We all know where that went last time. So. Don't even try it, bro. And Mark and Michelle, he also got released. And we made a couple signings. Uh, and obviously, Stephon Sullivan, I know he didn't get signed. He got activated. So I just wanted to reflect reflect that activation on this slide. So he did get um, activated from the COVID list. I think he was out there today. Uh, I wasn't there, so I, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to see him in the jersey and see him come out. But I think he was out there today. Um, and there's a couple other signings. I don't really know, uh, you know, most of these guys, most of these guys just bodies. But what There's I thought one, was no, no, no. One guy, one guy on this list is not a body. Who is that? Rod Smith. He's a body too. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He got some pretty decent playing time with Dallas when all the injuries was hitting. He's a body. Bro. Okay. All right. All right. He's a body. He's a body. Okay. He's a body. Just a, he fits right along with the rest of these cats. Uh, all these dudes are body. But what I found interesting from these signings was. All these safeties, bro. What's the deal with all these safeties? I, I any did that ring like send off alarms for anybody? Like, there's three safeties that we signed here. Um, I know we lost one in an eBay, but what's the deal with all these guys? I I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, is dude, I'm not scared here. Yeah, I, I know Sean Chandler's been getting a lot of playing time. Uh, at, I, it looked like with <clears throat> first team, so uh, I don't know if something's going on with Justin Burris or. Uh, or they're kind of worried about depth at safety. If they're, you know, if with the linebacker depth, maybe they're thinking about playing Chin more at linebacker and they're looking for more depth at safety. So I I, I don't know, but uh, it, it definitely is worrisome. And then they brought in a couple linebackers, which which I think was a need, um, which on our podcast last week, we talked about bringing in somebody like KJ Wright that's still a free agent. But yeah, it's um, insane. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it definitely raises some, some concerns. So, any any more thoughts on uh, on these signings, man? Again, I I, th- I agree um, with you, Bryson. I think that um, that they're going to play Chin more in his his wild card role all over the place, linebacker. And I think you know they wanted to get him reps at safety at training camp, but I feel like you know they're going to move him back and kind of move him all over the field when push comes to show. When when the rubber hits the road, he won't be a safety full time. So I think they really want to find some guys to kind of and again. <laughs> We had the opportunity to draft some safe a safety. Uh, didn't do that, uh, and it's just it's it's crazy. I, I don't know what's what's going on, but um, it, yeah, I'm I'm a little worried about these safeties, bro. And it's not like we're bringing in you know big time ballers here. These guys are just bodies. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm concerned about that. Concerned. All right. Any any more thoughts on these on these guys? You think any of them will make the team? No. Apparently, you no. think Rod Smith is going to make the team. 
I didn't say he was going to make the team. The, well, if, I why said you say, it, why'd you make all that ruckus if you don't think he's going to make the team? What was the point? I think, of saying I, think the man, I think the man's going to be competitive, and if they if they are here signing all these safeties, I mean, you you got to start thinking maybe when these safeties is going to make the team. Uh, Just sure. a matter of which one's going to play. By default, yeah, you're right. You're right about the safety, so like, but Rod Smith is not making the team, bro. No, I mean, you never know. I mean, no, I know. No, you don't know. An injury, an injury, an injury changes everything, bro. Yeah, okay, injuries. You're right, injuries. But if yeah. if all was in a perfect world and everybody's healthy, he's not. Oh making no, he ain't making the team. But you know, all right, we'll see. Let's let's move on. Let's move on. So the rookie report again. We just, I just put a couple arrows by some guys I thought who were having a good week. Uh, J.C. Horn, I think J.C. Horn, ever since the pass came on, bro, uh, this dude is starting to ball out. You've seen pass deflections. You've seen interceptions. I think he's got, what, he's three for the, for the entire camp, uh, training camp. This dude's balling, man. Terrace Marshall, at any time he gets an opportunity uh, to take those two reps, he looks really good. Uh, Tommy Trimble's looking good. I know he has some, some struggles early with the drops, uh, but Tommy Trimble's looking good. I saw him catch a couple touchdowns. Uh, when I was there, Davion Nixon, his name was starting to pop up a little bit more, seeing him, uh, you know, make some plays. And Deontay Brown, I think he got some uh, some run with the uh, uh, with the ones today, if I'm not mistaken. So those those names are starting to pop up, uh, and I, I like what I'm seeing out of this class. You know, Shaw Smith had his his turn last week where he was putting up some some decent numbers and putting up some 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 highlight catches. Keith Taylor, he's also doing well. So, is there any thoughts on these guys this in isolation to this week? Or uh, I guess entire entire camp. Any any thoughts on how they're doing? I th- I think that's a damn good class there. I think I think they, they did a hell of a job drafting this year. And um and like you were saying, J.C. Horn is a dog. He just, I mean, when we were there, he was just bullying wide receivers. I mean, it really wasn't fair <laughs> what what I was seeing. And uh, Terrace Marshall obviously has been balling out, just making some ridiculous catches. And Chuba actually was had a really good day when I was at camp with talking to you that day. Um, I saw some nice cuts, and um, it seems like he's going to be a solid backup. Uh, Curtis, did you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah, I think it's a pretty good class. You'd like to see a left tackle on the top three, but that's for another conversation. But um, J.C. Horn, yeah, he's good. Um, you know, Matt Rule mentioned him being a little too touchy. He's got to keep that kind of control because that's a little um, – I don't say – I'm not too worried about it because that's just the physicality of him, but – He's got to make sure he can limit those as much as possible. Um, I think Terrace Marshall is going to be a big surprise. Um, that he's just a physical freak. When I when I went to the first camp a couple of weeks ago and I saw him, that guy looks way bigger in person. I mean, I've mentioned this too. I think he reminds me of like a Des Bryant, um, and I, I I hope he ends up turning out to be something like that. This he can play all over the field. He's looks sharp when he gets the opportunity. Um, well, I'd like to see more about Brady Christensen. You see him here and there, but it feels like he's in those second or third lines. Um, when when you when you look at the offense, I'd like to see a little bit more from him. Um, Keith Taylor's another guy I'm curious to watch over these next these next couple preseason games. Um, and then Chai Smith, I really like that guy as a burner, can maybe replace Curtis Samuel. Um, and then Chuba Hubbard. Hopefully he can hold on to the damn ball. He had that yeah. uh, off the hands at Fan Fest, and Sh- Sean Chandler scooped it up. So, um, but yeah, that's really about it. I mean, I'm excited. Some of these guys, it's, it looks like a pretty good class. 
Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, again, I think Chubas had some issues holding on to the football. I think he had a, a fumble today, I think, or I don't know when it was. Not, it was outside of Fan Fest. I don't remember what day it was. Um, I don't know if it was Sunday or or, uh, or today, but he, he's got to work on holding on that football. Uh, I think he's, he, again, dropped a couple balls. So I don't have the arrows by his name, but I, I have seen him a little bit more than what I saw in the first week. The first week, I really didn't see much of him at all. Uh, he is starting to come out a little bit more. Christensen, I, I need to see this. Christensen, I can't, I have not seen much at all from this dude. And for him to be this, you know, this, this, uh, this second round guard, third round tackle, I haven't, I haven't seen it. That, I mean, that's just me. Uh, it, it, it's really difficult to kind of look at the, uh, the offensive line. Those numbers get kind of tightened up. It's really difficult to see those guys sometimes, but I just haven't seen the dude. Uh, so, um, so yeah, if he outside of that, if he doesn't, I'm gonna be honest, man. If he ain't starting on the line, we're gonna have to have a we're gonna have to have a separate he's discussion not. about that pick. He's not, Dave. Yeah, is he the next Greg Dave. Little? That's what I said last week. Is he the next Greg Little? I mean, I'm not gonna do that to that man. <laughs> I'm not. That's a, a valid point, though, and I think it's a it could yeah. Be but a good we didn't parallel. spend we didn't spend as much draft capital as we did on Little, so I'm not gonna do that to that man. Fair enough. I'm not gonna do that to that man. So. From that standpoint, I'm not ready for that. But I, I really think he, he needs to be started by season's end. I'll tell you that. They want to know how the long snapper is looking. I can't, couldn't tell you. Oh, no. Nah, I mean, we already know what the conclusion of that's going to be. He better make the team. Otherwise, I'm going to be more heated because of Trey Smith. Obviously, I know how Trey Smith is looking. I, I tell you that. He's all over all over Twitter. Dog, oh, yeah. dog. Like, like I don't know. Like, didn't we interview somebody from that Chiefs front office? Yes, I believe so. Damn it, we should have hired him. We would have fixed the line. Yo, they 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 went out and immediately fixed their line. Dog, like, dog, they, they saw what happened. Dog, they saw they saw what happened to Patrick Mahomes, and they fixed everything. They said, "Not again. You must go. You should not see the start lineup. We're fixing all this. Medical problems, no problem. We're still taking you." And they they started three of their rookies. Three rookies starting, and that's why three. they win games. That's why they win games because they got Dog. a friend office who does that. Here, we out here sitting here in these streets, out here wondering if Brady Chris could get even start spot, cutting our premier undrafted free agent. Rolling, in, rolling into the season with Cam Irving at left tackle. Come on now. And Pat Come Afflin on. at left guard. Like, what Come are we on, doing? Man. Yeah. What are we doing? Yep. I, I said it when I was on ESPN Upstate the other day. I said the exact same thing. I said, look at what the Chiefs are doing. Uh, and uh, again, that's why teams are winning, dog, right? That's why they are they winning. Fixed, dog. They they, fixed and the thing, and the thing is, the thing is, the first thing they did was to get Teddy out of here. They didn't even think about fixing that damn line. They said, "Teddy, you got to go." Sammy, you're in. Days. Oh, sorry about the line, though. And that's what they're saying to Sammy. Sorry about the line, though. You gonna get this man killed? We'll see. I, w- I will say that when Pats came on, we saw we saw uh, Sam Donald's legs a little bit more. We saw him taking off a little bit. Uh, utilize he don't have to. to. He, might have to. <laughs> he might need to go get Cam's legs at this rate. Equipped. Might have to get Cam's legs at this rate, man. God, That's man. Funny. All right, let's let's get in the stock up, stock down, real quick. I got three names uh, that are that are trending up. Three names that you know are either you know we ain't hearing much about them or they're trending the opposite way. Um, so let this again, just three names I picked out. I think I have, I think I fixed them all up. We'll see. 
Uh, I can't remember. I think I might have one that's incorrect. But anyway, we'll 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 roll with it. Hey, listen, Dave, did you really think I was going to come up here and not have Brandon Zilcher stock up? <laughs> did you really oh, think that, that was going to happen? No, no, no. I was going to come up here and put not put Brandon Zilcher on stock up, bro. Come nah, on. Man. He got to be stock up. He had a pretty good week, truth be told. He did. He did. He's been balling, though. Gift bag all aside, bias, he had a pretty bias, damn good week. All bias aside. Yeah, he had a pretty good week. He's been balling, bro. He's been balling, man. He's been balling. Which, yeah. Okay, let's let's take our bias out. Pens on tab, guys. You guys are there, too. What do you guys think about Brandon Zilcher? Don't say anything bad. I'll kick you out. Well, no, Curtis no, no, knows. No, no, no. Don't be out here talking about no bias and then tell him you're going to kick him out. <laughs> We're not going to kick you out, man. Just... No, I'm, 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 joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you go look at my Twitter bio, it says Brandon Zilstra stand. So uh, I'm a little biased as well. I love Brandon Zilstra and I have for a long time. I think in the preseason, when he gets his opportunities, he just balls out. I mean, he looks like a legit receiver when he gets his playing time, and I think he deserves more. And even in camp, you, you, you've seen his like Sam Darnold throws it behind him. He, he's got the one handed catches. He's he's toe tapping at the back of the end zone for the touchdown. I mean, I, the dude's a baller, uh, plain and simple. I love Brand Zilstra. Uh, Curtis can attest to that. Yeah, Bryson's Bryson's. Uh, hopefully, this is appropriate, but he's got a boner for uh, Zilstra. Um, <laughs> it's appropriate as far as as far as as far as. I mean, he, he's flashed. When I was when I've been to camp, he's flashed. Is he going to make a big? You know. I don't know. I don't see him making that much of an impact on the team. Maybe special teams. They don't give him enough opportunities. They're so stacked at wide receiver. Yeah, he might get one catcher here, here and there, but yeah. I don't. I don't see them giving him a whole lot. You got David Moore, DJ Moore, Robbie, Shy Smith, Harris Marshall. That, that's the top five guys I would if I was ranking. And then you put in maybe six with Omar Bayless and Saunders and. So I don't know. I I think I think I think he makes the team off of special teams, um, if we're gonna look at it that way. But yeah, I think he's from what I've seen. He had that we posted on our Twitter. He had that one nice-handed catch that um, yep. Will Greer threw pretty crappy. But yeah, I think I think he's flashed so far. I think that's accurate to say his stock's up. See, no. See, even with no bias, he deserves a stock up, bro. But he deserves. All the stocks up. He, he will never be on stock down. That's a royal decree. Will never dis, uh, tolerate any Brandon Zilstra disrespect <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. That's my guy, bro. Rashad, I got a question for you. What's I got up, a question bro? for you. Uh, would you like to see him at, at punt returns? Yeah, yeah. I think I think he he could do it. I think he, he could, could do it. it. Um, I think he's done it in the. I think he's done it too. I don't think he's he's new to it. Um, so I, I yeah, why not? Well, yeah, like a full time job though, like. You know, Brandon Zilstra is on punt returns. That that's I'm our punt return it. guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what, what, I think what cool. do we have to think, lose at this point? I think you might you might have better options. At, you might have, like let's say Shy Smith. I think Shy Smith may be a better punt returner, but I, I wouldn't mind putting him back there. David Moore okay. probably a better option too. But oh, really? Yeah, okay. I think David Moore yeah. would be a good option uh, at punt return. Okay. So, but, but yeah, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind putting him back there as long <laughs> as he doesn't burst in the joint. We go into so, his knees while he catches the ball. Sasha Rob said, I think BZ could be the answer at left tackle for us. <laughs> he might have to. He we're, might have dude, to. Dude, we're running out of options. We're, yeah, we're running out of options over here. Getting low. 
All right. We got about 200. We got a close to 240 people watching, man. If you haven't already, like and subscribe to the channel, guys. Yeah, we got to get got a over, lot of watchers. Uh, 11,300. We had like, we need like two more people. All right. So here's another one. Here's, here's, here is a stock down. You two go Matos. It's just, I don't know if it's me, but I haven't seen anything from this cat, bro. I haven't even seen his name. Haven't heard anything about him. Haven't seen him flash. Just completely off the radar. And I think for a guy that's coming into year two, we, we expect him to come around and, and turn that corner and improve uh, based off of, uh, uh, you know, based off of, you know, just just improving from year one to year two. And I have not seen anything from this dude. Is anybody else? Am I missing something? Am I off base here? Like, is anybody else seeing anything from him? Yep. I, I haven't. I would say be patient, though. Don't hit the panic button. Let preseason happen and let's see what this guy can do in his second year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make too much out of not hearing from him yet. I would just be patient. Yeah, I, th- I think last year he, he was going through some injury stuff. And uh, when they drafted him, they said they had a first-round grade on him. And they were, you know, uh, excited to see him sitting there in the second round when they took him. So he's definitely got the potential. And y- I think you do want to see more of him at this point through camp. You know, at least say his name a couple times. But, uh, but yeah, let's just – Let's just be patient, see what he does to the preseason, and you know, hopefully he comes in and, and does what they drafted him to do. So fair enough. Fair enough. Dave, you got anything on uh, YouTube? He's quiet, but I'm patient. You know, I know it's early and it's camp. It's still early. So I'm patient. Fair enough. Fair enough. We'll we'll move on since nobody has anything else to say about YouTube. Nah, I don't want to kill him yet. I'm not killing him. Nah, no, no, no. It is for somebody that should be making that next level. I agree with you from that standpoint, but I'm I'm he's making a team. I'm not panicking over it. No, yeah, nobody's saying he's not going to make the team. No, we're not saying that. I'm just thinking it's just it's just quiet for him, bro. Um, And and you would think, and and from from my opinion, if it's me, right? If if I see a team bringing in a dude like Morgan Fox that does the same thing I do, mm-hmm. or you, you should know, be concerned, you should be like not concerned, not concerned, but that should elevate. We should the step game. the game up. You yeah. got to you nah, got to step up just a little bit. Uh, in my opinion, that's just me. Nah, I'm with you there. Um, and and I haven't seen it. From, we don't draft somebody. We shouldn't be dra- like we can't be drafting folks that high to be solid depth though. That's my thing, Slim. Like he was a second rounder, if I remember correctly, right? Yep. Yes. First pick. So like round. he. Yeah, so like he can't like second rounders aren't solid depths. Second rounders should be starters, in my opinion. And this is the second year, and they're bringing somebody in to to, to push him, in essence, because Morgan Fox is probably ahead of him on a depth chart as he should be. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I just find it interesting. But all right, moving on. Stock up, no stock up for Sean Chandler. This dude's been balling, bro. Like. I've seen him all over the place. This dude had, I mean, he had an amazing pick. I think when we were out there, if I'm not, I think it was the same. No, it was on the near field, I think, when that pick happened. But he had a beautiful pick um, where he picked off Sam. Yeah, well, I think it was Sam. He picked off Sam, undercut somebody, and it was a beautiful, beautiful pick. I think he had another pick um, the other day, or t- was it today when he, it uh, went off of uh, J.C. Horn's hands? It, this dude's just having a good – and, again, for a team that needs somebody to show up from a safety perspective, uh, this guy has done it. Uh, and I, I don't know about making the team. I, I think he should uh, based off of what I've seen and based on the other guys, maybe like Kenny Robinson. I've seen him flash way more than I've seen Kenny Robinson. Not even close. Not even on the same radar. Um, but any any thoughts on what 
Sean Chandler could show, could bring to the team. He's a safety. They just you signed three of them. Correct. They just signed three of them, all three of them. They signed three of them. It's looking like they don't know who their starting safety is going to be on one side, bro. Yeah, what's going on with Burris, man? I I'm, I thought he played decent last year when he was in, when he was healthy. I thought Burris was decent, but I don't know. Maybe they're they're thinking something different. But, yeah, Sean Chandler's definitely flashed. He's had a couple picks, a uh, couple tip, you know, went off the receiver's hands and he picked it off. But And then he had that one really nice one undercut. But he's got that simple connection with Matt Rule, and, you know, maybe he does mess around and make this team and maybe starts. I don't know. Yeah, I like I like him. I, I I think besides Chin, he's the one who's really flashed at safety in this entire group, which you know is kind of sad if they're hoping Burris can hold his own again this year. But I, I like him, and in my little tease, he might be on one of my uh, lists that I had to make up for you guys. So. Yeah, we'll just keep it there. <laughs> ah, ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Hold that. Hold that thought. All right. So, um, yeah, so that's Sean Chandler. Sean Chandler, I think he's having a good, a good camp. I, oh, started, I got Denzel Perryman. And, and listen, I hate to do this because of injury, bro. I, I don't want to put him up here uh, because of injury. But this man is, <sighs> bro, like, what's good with Denzel Perryman, man? He was supposed to come in, be the star. Bro, bro. Bro, he was supposed to be that dude. I'm gonna I'm, listen. I'm gonna. I am going to disagree with this one, and I'm gonna tell you why. You knew who we signed. Fair enough. That's the dude enough. can't stay healthy. He couldn't stay healthy when he was in LA. So I don't agree with this one. Fair enough. Only because we know his history. That's why I'm I can't. At. Argue, like, I can't argue with that. No, I mean that's the thing. It's the same thing when I give Sam Donald that heat about his injury history. Same thing. Same thing. You know his history. This is who I, he is. I think I agree with it, uh, and I don't know how you guys feel about it, but uh, solely on the uh, not getting vaccinated part, uh, I think his stock's down. He's he's Well, I mean, I, I was trying to – see, I look, I've been told that I talk about – I don't know about that. Show. Come on now. I've been told that I talk about the runner too much on this channel. So I wasn't going to say anything about that. I'll try to give my man the benefit of the doubt because that's who he is. Because pre-COVID, he had an injury problem. That had nothing to do with Rona. It yeah. just doesn't help his cause. Yeah, I, I'm not saying he's a bad guy or anything for not doing it. But I think uh, definitely getting getting the vaccine, um, like Matt Rule stated before, it, it definitely helps your team. It, it doesn't hurt your team. So um, It's an edge. Yeah. Like, it, see, like, I'm not, I don't look at the vaccine about whether you should or shouldn't, whether or not you have the right to do it or not. I look at it as you're in a competitive sport where you're trying to get every single legal edge you can. And sometimes illegally, this is the easiest legal edge you can get. It's getting absolutely. Yep. It's a competitive advantage for It sure. has nothing to do about your thoughts or how you feel about it. It's more about the edge. I'm bringing this down to the edge. You know that you can create a distinct disadvantage from other teams if you don't get it. That's where I'm at. I don't think you That's can knock him. You can't put a stock down because he didn't get vaccinated. I mean, we're talking straight. Well, this I didn't do strictly, that. This stock down and up is all – this is based off of, I'm assuming, play on the field. 
And yes, it is. yeah, he's injured, but this yes. guy is still a thumper. I mean, we, and I, I kind of agree with Dave. I I don't see anything that's really knocked him. We knew who he was coming in. I remember when we signed him, I was like, oh, well, this is, he's a thumper, but, you know, he doesn't play a whole season. So I, I don't know. I think it's time will tell. I think he's still going to be a force within the middle if he can stay healthy, but I'm not knocking a guy he didn't get vaccinated. I, I mean, I want him to be vaccinated. Not saying I'm not knocking him for that. I'm just his stock ain't going down because he's not vaccinated. I agree. All right, so then we'll we'll get off of Denzel Perryman, but man, this guy right here though, Dan Arnold. Man, this this guy's having an amazing camp. I mean, the Sam Darnold to Dan Arnold connection is is it's at an all time high right now. Stock all the way up, okay. And like uh, man, like I was excited about this dude when we signed him. He offers something that we haven't had at the tight end room for a minute here since uh, Greg Olson left, and uh, they are really, uh, they are really, really putting effort into getting that connection going. I know you guys are seeing it. You don't have a choice but to see it. Everybody's seeing it right now, um, but it's just cool to see because this is what we expected, right? We expected these guys to have that connection. We expected this dude to be a red zone threat, and that's all I'm seeing, right? This dude is a he's killing. He's all over the place. Anybody else want to share a thoughts on uh, Dan Arnold? He made my time. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. I'll, I'll just uh, – I'd like to give a shout-out to UW Platteville. It's the same school my brother went to, uh, Wisconsin represent. Um, I actually had a buddy who played with him in college too. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Me and me and Bryce were both excited about this guy. He, he brings something more than what Ian Thomas did, I think. Um, he's a nice red zone threat. Um Another precursor to something I'll be mentioning later, but um, I'll just keep it at that. But I think, yeah, I think he's become a security blanket for Darnold, and it's good to see. And I really think he could show out this year for, and build on what he did in Arizona. Yeah, I agree with Curtis. Uh, you know, once they signed him and brought him in, he definitely brought something that they didn't have at that position. Um, I like Ian Thomas, uh, and I think he hasn't had, you know, the opportunity in the offense last year. Um to really show out uh, even catch wise, but, uh, but yeah, I think Dan Arnold it definitely brings something that, that, like I said, we haven't had, he's that red zone threat six, five, six, six, or however tall he is. And then he's shown in camp that he can, he can go up and get it over safeties, corners, whoever. So um, he's a really good safety blanket for, for Darnold for sure. Agreed. Agreed. Any other thoughts on Dan Arnold? Dave, you got any thoughts on Dan Arnold? I, I got like I when I did my tight end rankings for fantasy, he made my list, man. Should have been on there, bro. You hate him. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, you hate him, bro. And I told you, and I, I told and you and about Dan Arnold, bro. And I'll explain it on Saturday for my patrons. Okay. I'll explain it on Saturday. All right. All right. Let's move on. Last stock down, Greg Little. Uh, uh yeah, I'm I'm about like I'm I'll be trying to hold on. I I I had a little bit of expectation for this dude to come out and at least like start grabbing some of those number one reps. But today like showed a lot to me, right? All these guys out, all these guys, you know, that are, are not at practice. This dude is not cracking the ones, right? He's not even taking reps with the ones. He's a pure backup, whatever tackle, whatever he is, he's just a backup. And for a guy coming on a contract year, I would expect him to at least make a push 
But I don't see anything from Greg Little, bro. I'm not seeing it. He's running with the twos. Didn't even get a chance to run with the ones, even when injuries were occurring. Anybody else feel the same way as I do? I mean, the Bills laughed at us when we drafted him. When when Marty Herney drafted him, the Bills laughed at us. I mean, <laughs> he might not make the roster this year. And I, I don't think that's even a hot take. So. Real, real talk. Take. Real talk. I thought that. Because I thought somebody like a David Moore would get him out of here. So much for that. He's got a better shot that we're giving him credit for to make this team. Which is unfortunate. I'm just being keeping. I know you're mute. I know you're laughing. It's fine, but it just, it just, I just, I. This is what. And see, that's my thing. Like I'm like, you let this man go tells me that you're probably going to keep this man on the roster. Yeah, and it can he even play any other position besides? Well, he can't play left tackle. But that's his position. Uh, yeah. Can he play any other position or attempt to play any other position on the line? I think he got a he got a shot at right one time, but I, I just not he's just not a good player. I mean, he had issues coming out of college. Like he he these issues have followed him all the way. At least the, on a positive note, he is healthy. I mean, that's the positive. I mean, that's half the battle, right? Being healthy, but I just don't. I just haven't seen anything from this dude, man. So he's on stock down. I thought he would take a little bit of a step forward and at least compete. Haven't seen it. Um, he's yeah. accustomed away from being. He's accustomed away from being out of the league. So they they need to they need to cut bait and wash their hands of this shitty pick. Is what they need to do. It's it's time to move on. Realize they fucked up. It's, it's that I agree. simple. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well said. All right. So we we got to get a Sam Donald report. Um, I think. Listen, I was a little the first week, and we try to do these grades by the week. And so Sam Donald, the first week I thought was not that good. Um, I saw some overthrown balls, some 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 underthrown balls. The deep ball accuracy wasn't there. However, this week, this week when they did the red zone drills and they put the pads on, this dude has looked really good. Like he's looked competent. He looks confident. I'm I'm really happy with what I saw from Sam Donald this week, man. The red zone was there. Connecting the connection with Darren Arnold was there. He's been accurate. He's cut down on those those interceptions. Those Aaron passes are getting tipped. Uh, or not saying Aaron passes, but the passes are getting tipped. They're not just inaccurately throwing footballs. I like what I saw from Sandon this week. I mean, I, I again, I'm not a huge – again, I wasn't a, hit, a, a big fan of us bringing Sandon in. So I'm trying to, like, call it like I see it. And I got to say, he was good this week, bro. He was good. So I can't hate. Any thoughts on Sandon this week? Yeah, I, I think he's been good. Uh, I mean, we saw him at FanFest. I thought he was he was decent at FanFest. He didn't have any mistakes, and I know it's more of a, a show they put on at FanFest than anything. But um, I, I think through Twitter and stuff I've seen um, of him in the red zone this week, like you were saying, he's done he's done well in the red zone, which is something we haven't seen for a couple of seasons from this team. So uh, that's exciting, and um, I'm, I wonder if they're uh, showing off for the fans, proving that they do practice red zone drills for uh, Teddy Bridgewater. But right. But they yeah, are. <laughs> they are. They are. And it's fine. Let them. There's no shame. They need to. Because Teddy was ethering them dudes, man. So I mean, if, if that's the case, so be it. Um, but yeah, I'm happy for Sam. I know I've been tough on him. I, I want him to succeed probably more than anybody else. So I'm happy to see that he's doing well. Because 
He was scaring me a bit. But it still boils down to the line, man. The line's got to play well. But I enjoy what I see from a red zone standpoint from the, with the tight ends. Like, that's a great thing to see right now. I think I love the fact that that's happening. Um, but, you know, he's getting better. He's, he's, he's understanding the system. Joe Brady's going to get a head coaching job if he turns this dude around, man. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, I'm content of what I've seen from Darnold. Bryson knows more than anyone. I've I've been hard on Darnold since they traded for him, but I think I think so far he's he's done what he's needed to do. First on the field, last off sort of guy, what Matt Rule wants. Um I'm just curious to see what he does in preseason. I think that will give us a little bit better picture of how he's come along. And like Dave said, I agree. I think the offensive line is going to dictate how he does this year too, though. So we shall see. But so far, so good. Yep. Yep. Like I said, I was tough on the guy the first week. Mm-hmm. I, I think I gave him a C minus, I think, last week. This week, I'm going to give him a B plus. I thought he was pretty good. Um, there's a, a little, a couple things he can improve on. But again, that's just going to come with, with reps. So I, I agree with y'all. Like, listen, he needs a preseason game. He needs to get out there get some live reps and we'll see where it goes. But I was happy with what I saw this week. I cannot, I can't even hate, can't even hate. So shout out to Sam this week. All right. Um, a couple other guys, just honorable mention. I think De- Dennis Daly's getting some good reps. CJ Saunders is another name you got to watch out for. This guy can punt the football too, which is crazy. We saw him out there punting one day, uh, which is really weird. He had to punt, shoot, punt, boot on and the foot. Cleat, and that's and that's why they cut the punter. They was like, we don't that's need you. Probably bro. why they cut the other punter, but it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So you, this man. guy, Omar Bayless, obviously he's been cooking. He was on stock up last week. So man, yeah. And Christian Miller, he's another guy. I haven't heard much from him. Still, he's still quiet, bro. He's still quiet. So um, just keep an eye on those guys. Hopefully they'll, you know, Christian Miller will bounce back and and come back. But I haven't seen it from him. Um, and those just watch. Keep an eye on those other guys. All right. Um. All right, have you heard about the sack competition? Pause. Have you guys heard about the sack competition? Apparently, um, Hassan Reddick, Brian Burns have a competition going on to see who can have the most sacks, and a golf cart is on the line, Dave. They got a golf cart on the line. I want to know from y'all, who do y'all think is going to win the sack competition, and what are the numbers you would predict? Ooh. Anybody want to take a stab at it? Ooh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the bank and uh, mortgage everything I own and sell everything in my house and put all my money on Brian Burns to win that sack competition this year. Uh, I think he's gonna have a hell of a year if he stays healthy, um, which we'll be talking about later in our list that you made us prepare. But um, but yeah, I think Brian Burns wins, and I mean if he's healthy, I could see anywhere from you know 13 to 14 to 15 sacks this year. Dave, yeah, yeah. I put my money on Burns too. I don't think I'm gonna give up my house, but uh, if I if I was a betting man, I'll put it on Burns. How many sacks, Dave? 14, 13, 14 in that range. I'm still I'm still rolling with my sixteen. I had 16, 16 and a half. Yeah, Woo! I'm rolling. Curtis, I, what you got? That's bro? that's that's NFL. That's NFL leading range right there. Sixteen buddy. and a half. Extra game. Remember that now. Extra game. Oh, good point. Yeah, that's good yeah. point. Well, I'm going to sound like a broken record. Brian Burns, 12 to 15. You love to see it. Hype man's going to be all over Twitter over it, too. 
Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be going crazy. But yeah, man, I, I think I think it's I think it's cool though, man. Again, competition should uh get they should bring out the best out of both of them. And I, I love this. I, I love this by the way. Like it's super dope. Put a golf cart on the line. You know, golf carts is nothing to those guys. Uh so I think I love it. Good, good, good competition going on. I uh, can't wait to see. Uh we'll we'll keep track of it throughout the season to see who's winning. Um, but yeah, all right, I just want to make sure you all right, let's get it, let's get into this. Uh, this was a list uh that I asked everybody to um provide, and I saw this floating around on Twitter, and so I was like, Yeah, let's let's this should be fun, let's put a list together. And so this is my list, this is Dave's list. So I'll go, I'll quickly go through mine and I'll give you the quick reasoning. MVP Christian McCaffrey, I just think he's gonna bounce back, prove everybody uh why uh, prove everybody that he's healthy. Um, and you know, he's gonna do what Christian McCaffrey does. I still think this offense is gonna go through him at the end of the day, right, wrong, or indifferent. You guys know how I feel about it. I just think the offense is gonna go through him. He's gonna get a ton of ton of uh, reps, a uh, ton of carries, ton of touches, and I just think he's gonna be the man. Which, if he's gonna make the MVP, I think that leads to him being offensive uh, player of the year as well. Brian Burns, I think he's gonna obviously, I got him going 16 sacks, so that speaks for itself. Breakout player. Derek Brown, I think he's going to have a huge season. I've already talked about that several times. Taking a step back, I got Robbie Anderson. I got Robbie Anderson taking a step back. I don't think he's going to have a one, another 1K season. I think with Christian McCaffrey coming back, with Terrace Marshall and all the other guys we have, uh, all the other receivers, and I do think DJ Moore is going to take another step forward. With all that being said, I think Robbie Anderson is the one that's going to take a step back. My X factor is J.C. Horn. That's self-explanatory. I think with, if this defense – it's going to be as good as it's, it's going to be or it could be uh, to fill out its its potential. I think J.C. Horn needs to be a, that guy. Uh, so I think J.C. Horn is going to be that X factor for the defense. Sleeper, Dan Arnold, not becoming a sleeper right. anymore. I think he's going to, um, you know, so, uh, hold on, Dave. Let me, can I finish? Can yeah, I I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. Let me finish, Dave. I'm going to let you finish. And I'll say what I need to say. Dan Arnold, and then I'm worried about Cam Irvin. Go ahead, Dave. So here's the thing, and I wanna I wanna I wanna give this caveat because when Rashad sent me this list yesterday, it for a sleeper, it said nobody's talking about. I didn't think yeah. about it as a sleeper standpoint. I Fair thought enough. about it from a different standpoint. Well, I was why, I, let me let me let me tell you why I did that. The reason why I did that was because what nobody's talking about is too big for this slide here. So I had to narrow it down. So I put sleeper. So you're, okay. you're right though. You're right. Fair. All right, just to be clear, because I think, yo, I got a kicker down there as a sleeper, and I, I don't want folks to think, oh, I think the guy's going to improve. It's more of a nobody's talking about type of situation. Fair enough. All right, so MVP, look, man, we picked Sam Darnold up. I, I expect his dude to play, bro. Like, I do. I really do. And I think the success of Sam Darnold, I think that means DJ Moore's going to have to have a hell of a year, which is why I got him as the offensive player of the year. Um, the physical player of the year is Brian Burns for me. I think he's he's going to be at it to be leading the league in sacks this year. Uh, breakout pair, breakout player for me is um, Jeremy Chin. I think he's going to take a further step. Um, the thought was that he's going to probably be primarily be in the safety position. I think he's going to improve upon that as versus being the wild card. I think Christian McCaffrey is going to take a little bit of a step back. Even with him taking a step back, doesn't change how I feel about him in fantasy. But I think he's going to have to take a step back if if you expect Sam Darnold to improve what you expect out of him. Dan Arnold is going to is my X factor. It's kind of tough. Like I was wrestling between J.C. Horn and Dan Arnold for the X factor, which is kind of crazy to think that Rashad had J.C. Horn because I had two players and he told me how to get it down to once. So I picked Dan Arnold. So Dan Arnold's my X factor. I think 
he's going to he's gonna be a huge factor in fixing our red zone problems. And if Joe Brady is going to utilize a tight end like he normally did when he when he was the um, passer coordinator for LSU, I think this is going to be a huge factor in that. So I think Dan Arnold is going to be a, a um, sleeper from that standpoint and an X factor from that standpoint. Now, nobody's talking about I said Joey Sly. I wanted to put the entire unit of special teams, but since I had to go to one player, I'm thinking Joey Sly. I think we need to pay attention to that situation. He really doesn't have that much competition. He's probably going to win the job. So that's something that we need to have more discussion about from a special team standpoint. And just like everybody else in the, on planet Earth, <laughs> I'm worried about the left tackle position. I initially had offensive line, and once again, I was told I had to get it down to a player. So I'll pick Cam Irving. Fair enough. So that's what I got there. All right. So that's our list. You guys want to go through yours? Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um my MVP this year, I had uh, Brian Burns at MVP. Nice. Uh, I, I think if uh, I think what, what you were talking about earlier, Rashad, about his, uh, you know, 16, 16 and a half sacks, I think that's totally possible. And if he does have a year like that, uh, offenses are going to have a nightmare with him and he's going to cause a lot of havoc. And I think he has the potential to be, you know, the best player on the team. So uh, offensive player of the year, Christian McCaffrey, I think that's that's a pretty easy one. Uh, if, if he comes back and stays healthy, I don't know if he's going to have a thousand, a thousand again, but. Uh, I kind of agree with David taking a step back at that point in, in that point, but um, I think he's going to be offensive player of the year, uh, d- defensive player of the year, Brian Burns. If he's my MVP, he's, he's going to be defensive player of the year, a uh, breakout player. I had Jermaine Carter at this, at this spot. Mm, uh, good pick. I, I like Jermaine Carter a lot. I think he plays with tenacity and um, he's, he's a, he's a feisty linebacker, which we haven't had for a couple seasons. Uh, I, I like him a lot. And I think he, he breaks out this year and, and proves to be a, a solid linebacker for us. Um, step back. Uh, I don't think Hassan Reddick is going to have a season like he had last season um, with the Cardinals. I think he takes a step back with with the Panthers. Uh, there's there's a lot of a lot of pieces on that defensive line, and uh, I don't know if he's you know he's going to put up twelve and a half sacks again like he did with the Cardinals. So I think he takes a step back, but I, I still think he has a good year. I could totally see like eight nine sacks something like that. Um, X factor. Uh, I put the offensive line as a whole, but uh, Dave was talking. We got to narrow it down to one. So I, I'll put the left tackle position as the X, X factor. I think this team goes uh, as its offensive line goes. Um, if the offensive line doesn't play well, then the team won't won't win a lot of games. I mean, I think if they play decent, um, then you know that they give us a chance to, to win some games, and if we win a couple more of those one score games that we lost last year, like eight or eight or nine, one score games, then, um, then, you know, we have a chance to make playoffs and a wild card spot this year. So uh sleeper, a guy we talked a lot about uh, earlier, CJ Saunders. Um, he's been, he has been balling out at practice. Um, and the day that I was there and we were talking Rashad, uh, he, that that's the day he was punting. I mean, the guy's doing everything. He's doing punt returns. He's punting, he's playing wide receiver. And it's not like, you know, he's, He's not doing anything at wide receiver. He's he is he's catching balls. He's quarterbacks like him. They throw the ball to him and make him go get it. So uh, I think he has a, a legit chance to make this roster. And then worried about is a guy that I give a lot of flack to. Um, Curtis can tell you guys. Uh, Shaq Thompson. Uh, I am worried about Shaq Thompson. It's fair enough. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I think you know going into next season, he, his uh, salary goes up to like. 19 million, I think, or something like that, yep. because they restructured. Yep. Uh, if he doesn't show something this year, uh, you know, takes the next step, I think he he could be cut after this year and or traded or whatever. Um, and and I, I am worried about him. 
solid list, bro. I like I like your list, man. Yeah. That's that's that was well put together. Good good insight. I like that. I like that. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, what you got? Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good list. Um, MVP. I'm I'm on the lines of Rashad here. I think it's Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he's gonna have a bounce back here. I'm guessing he's gonna be comeback player of the year this year. So hopefully that's the case. Um, offensive player, I went with DJ Moore. Guys put together three consecutive thousand yard seasons. His fourth different quarterback. I expect him to show out. Ryan Burns, defensive player of the year, nine sacks last year. He's going to have close to 15, I think. They've added a lot of pieces that you guys already mentioned. Reddick, Fox, Nixon, da- Daquan Jones. That's going to be a big help to him. Um, breakout, I got Jeremy Chin. I think fans are taking too much stock into this safety and freaking out about it. I think Jeremy Chin, is they're going to play him all over just like they did last year. He'll play a little bit more safety, but they're not going to take away the guy's strengths. Step back. I talking to Bryce about this. I struggled this with this one. I don't even know if this is a fair one to do, but David Moore, I don't think he's going to have six touchdowns this year like he did with Seattle. I I mean, I almost think this guy's on the cusp of making the roster. I don't know if that's bold, but I I, I don't I don't see a lot from this guy. The practices I've been to. And I'm not – I don't think he's going to do that great. I think guys like Terrace Marshall, uh, we talked about Zilstra, Shai Smith. I think some of these other guys are a little bit more flashy than what I've seen from him. X-Factor, I'm with Dave on this one. I think it's I think it's Dan Arnold. Um, he's become in camp Darnold's security blanket. Um, he had four touchdowns last year. I give him seven this year. Uh, give him 700 plus receiving yards. I think he's going to show out. I really do, just from what we've seen so far. Um, I teased this a little bit before. Sleeper Sean Chandler. I think he's got a pretty good shot of making the team and a pretty good shot at starting at some point. He's had six pass deflections, two force fumbles, a couple picks. Um, watch for out for him. I think he could be pretty good. I didn't pick. I didn't know if we had to pick one player or whatever, but I picked the entire offensive line for worried about. Yeah. I think a lot of fans are. Uh, Cam Irving injured. The guy can never stay healthy. He's supposed to be the true left tackle. He might not even start the year at that position because he'll be on the sideline. Uh, Pat Elfline is not a gimme at guard. Um, he struggled with the Jets. I'm, I'm shocked uh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> I'm sure Sam Darnold's a little worried about him even there. He, he won't say that, but anyway. Um, and then you got this, it's just the offensive line it scares the hell out of me. It scares the hell out of all of you guys. It scares out of everyone probably listening in this show right now. And it's probably the most important thing to dictate how Sam Darnold's gonna do this year. Um, so that's something we just gotta keep our eye on and hopefully these guys stay healthy and hopefully they recuperate their uh, careers here. Like the Panthers are thinking it's going to happen, but we'll see. I just, it's one thing that just worries me. Yeah, I think I agree, man, because uh, everybody knows us uh, and, and they get on us all the time because they always, they always say we're bitching about the offensive line. And because we talk about it all the time, our offensive line has been bad for, for so long. And uh, we, we have all these reclamation projects that may or may not work out. And uh, we had mm-hmm. a couple of surefire opportunities to kind of fix it, and we didn't. But um, the, I, I agree that the offensive line is is everybody should be concerned, bro. Especially with the guy like Sam Donald, who 
struggled uh, due to having some some bad offensive line play. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't. I, I'm hoping it works out though. Um, I'm hoping. I'm trying to be positive, but I don't know if it's going to be pretty. But I think I think Sideshow Rob has the best list out there. I don't know if you guys seen this list. I think this is the best list. Uh, yeah, I was dying up and down. He is. You you are correct. You are correct. All right. Um, so any, I think that was it. Oh, oh yeah. We got the, the, uh, the preview coming up with the, uh, with the Colts, uh, bringing the juice. I think that's going to happen on Friday. I don't know what time yet. Um, but we will be previewing the, uh, the Colts game with those guys. And we'll also, um, uh, we'll be, I think we're going to live stream. Are we going to live stream the game day? I plan on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be on Sunday, right? Yeah. Sunday NFL network. We'll We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll bring back the live stream for y'all. But uh, that I think that was it. I don't think I'm gonna open up the phone lines because it's getting late. But uh, but yeah, this was this and was fun, man. Oh, go ahead, Dave. I got some breaking news thanks to Jared. What's that? Looks like the Saints and Michael Thomas are both in a marriage that they don't want to continue with. A divorce is expected, and there will be plenty of buyers in that market. It looks like the Saints are about to trade Michael Thomas. Crazy. Uh, do you want to talk about this? Because I think it's kind of it's kind of crazy. All right, so Michael Thomas, our, our good friends up the up the road are having some issues. They're issues. Having some issues here. Um, they say it issues. Yeah, Michael Thomas, the and issues. then and their kicker hurt too. Yeah, they are. Kicker is hurt, so they got some issues going. I'm on. all for it, man. I'm all for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, I we hate just that have... freaking team. They can burn down there, man. I don't care. Yeah, we just we just had the uh the battle royal the other day. Uh and it's funny, this didn't even come up. Like the whole his injury and all that stuff, none of that stuff came up. So I mean, it's it's crazy. I, I think um, you know, hopefully we can take advantage of them early. Um, you know, get that week two W. But yeah, then without without Michael Thomas, bro, I don't I don't I don't see any any ways to get a W over us. Yeah, I saw something um <clears throat> earlier on Twitter about how you know that surgery he had where you know, Sean, Sean Payton was upset that he waited so long, but yep. there was something earlier I saw that they didn't want him to get the surgery last season because they wanted to, him to play and get Breeze a ring before he retired. So they told him to wait on the surgery, and then he gets the surgery this offseason. I guess he like, waits longer than they wanted him to, and now they're well, up they wanted him. They wanted him to get the surgery right after the season was over. And he yeah. said waited. that man, that man turning to Scottie Pippen was like, I'm not getting I'm not getting no surgery during my vacation. I'm no. gonna get this on company time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I, I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I don't blame him. I, no, I don't I mean, blame him either. Yeah. yeah. But I hey, I, I'm like Curtis though. I, my brother, my younger brother is a huge Saints fan, so we we always go back and forth, and you know, how does that work? How did that happen? You got to explain that, bro. <laughs> well, uh, my sister lived in New Orleans. She went to college down there, and uh, and my brother went down and visited her when he was younger, and just I guess saw the stadium and just became a fan that way. Um, and he's just Fair pulled enough. for him since. But uh, he lied, and yeah. they dropped that kid on his head. Come on, be real with the people. <laughs> hey, I, I can't argue with that, man. I can't argue with that. But yeah, I uh, he I, I talked to him today about it, and he, he wants the Saints to trade Michael Thomas. I think he's he's kind of done with the antics that. He, oh, this isn't just a one off season kind of thing. Michael Thomas has, you know, had had some troubles there for a couple seasons, and um, he fought a teammate last year. Yeah, he slant boy. Somebody called a slant boy. <laughs> he slant got boy, he yeah. fought him so. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm I'm glad they're having some issues down there, and I don't foresee them winning a whole lot of games this year. So, 
Yeah, man, the Saints Q Q from uh the Saints guy, he was man, he was really big. He was like, yo, they're gonna win the South, and none. Of, I'm I'm just surprised nobody brought up the Michael Thomas situation, man, because that's important. Like that, he he feels like they're gonna be okay without him. Uh, and I just don't think that that is. I don't think it's that simple. All I, right? all I'm gonna say is this, and I'll give you a, I'll give the folks a teaser. As soon as I heard Michael Thomas was having surgery, I moved Alvin Kamara as the number one running back in fantasy. No hesitation. He went from four to number one, numero uno. I jumped his ass all the way to the top as soon as I heard Thomas Davis was out. Michael Thomas was out, said Thomas Davis. Michael Thomas, excuse me. As soon as I heard, I'm like, yep, Kamara goes from here to here because <laughs> they're going to they're gonna work him to death. Yeah, I'm forever grateful to Alvin Kamar. He won me a thousand dollars last year in fantasy football with that six touchdown game. So, I, uh, I, I really, I, I'm just, I'm just grateful for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I played, I played, I played that guy in the finals. So I dodged the bullet. Oh yeah. <laughs> if it was the week before, I would have been out of there. <laughs> but it was the week after, so I won the chip. All right, so any any final thoughts before we before we get up out of here? You guys want to share where you can where the people can find your uh, your show? Yeah, give it give us some love. Uh, give us some love on Twitter. Follow us at, at Panthers on Tap, and then um, you can search our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. It's just Panthers on Tap. We'd appreciate it. That's what's up, yeah, man. And just a little guys. teaser. We're we're just yeah, we're just too fans you know we're sharing our love for the game and we're, we're talking just like these guys are and then we we do a little uh little beer sampling at the end drink a little beer and give you guys a love with uh who love to drink beer so yeah we we give a little little love to uh local breweries around town too as well so but yeah go, awesome. go give us a listen we'd appreciate it and we appreciate you guys we really do you you do yes great thank work. you guys was, so much for having us disappointed i was searching I was searching YouTube this morning for you, and I'm like, oh, I hope uh, Rashad's at camp. And then I couldn't see anything. I'm like, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, my bad, my yeah. yeah. So I was gonna go, but they uh, they pushed it back to ten o'clock, and I had meetings, so I couldn't I couldn't get out. I, I like I like I told people on Twitter, gotcha. I do have a job, I do have to work. So like, uh, contrary to popular belief, I'm always doing Panther stuff, but I do have a job. So. I, I couldn't make it out there. I, I do plan on being out there tomorrow. Hopefully they didn't move. Gotta pay the bills. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like like you know, they're like, why doesn't Dave go? I was like, well, normally I would go, but you know, pandemic, hotel rooms are ridiculous, rental cars are ridiculous, flights are ridiculous. I can't. Yeah. I couldn't swing it this go around. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be out there tomorrow. Um, and I think after that, man, it's not too many more practices left because they go up to Indianapolis the rest of the week. Uh, so we won't see them then. Then they come back and they got the Ravens practice, joint practices, and then that's it, really. It's only like mm-hmm. I think maybe like four, maybe four days left. Yeah. So yeah. Hey, I, I, quick I'm, shout I'm out to your Aggies. Quick shout out to your guys' Aggies. They got oh yeah, man. Gold for us. Yeah. Brought yeah, all the yeah, man. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, we, we talked about that about... at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah we always support support the Aggies, man. We uh both uh, graduates from North Carolina A and T. Uh, so we, oh, we definitely. Yeah, yeah, man. We definitely rock full on Aggie stuff whenever possible. Whenever we can grab a W, we talk about AT. So <laughs> we're gonna get a lot of them in the big south south. So we ain't yeah, gotta worry sure. about it. We're gonna get a lot of them <laughs> things sure. in the big south. For sure. For sure. Absolutely. For sure. All right. So um, hey guys, I'm gonna get ready to get close this thing out. Um, because I gotta go to camp in the morning. So uh 
Listen, man, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already done so. Uh, we are on the road to 12,000 subs on YouTube. It's crazy. We're trying to get there by week one. So, again, follow us on Newsbreak. Follow us on all the, the socials, uh, Panther Nation PC. We love it. Keep pounding. We will see y'all on maybe Friday for the game preview against the Colts. Should be fun. Should be fun. All right. That being said, we out. Peace, Peace out, guys. Thank you, guys.